Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dissecting Dance, Kicking It with Rand podcast, the podcast that opens up discussions about topics in dance. The goal of this podcast is to allow dancers and non-dancers alike to think about dance from new perspectives, as well as leaving room for discussion. Enjoy the show! Alrighty, guys. This is the first episode of the podcast, which is really exciting. I'm really excited to start having this discussion with you all. So... Before I get into the actual topic of the podcast, I think it'd be important for you all to know who I am, right? So, my name is Ren, and I am a student studying dance and psychology. Um, I am the host of this podcast, so I will be here basically every episode. Um, some background on my dancing. So, I started dancing when I was around three years old. Um, I started out with ballet and tap, and then I dropped tap for a number of years um, before coming back into it. As I was at my studio, I added a bunch of additional dance styles. So ballet was my main, but I also did a lot of modern and jazz, as well as point for a few years into my dance career. And then I've also done like, you know, lyrical, contemporary, like all that kind of stuff. When I started high school, I was still dancing at my current studio, not my current studio, but you know, the one, my home studio, that's a better word for it. Um, So yeah, concurrent to being at my studio, I was um, in my high school's dance program all throughout the four years that I was in it. Um, And they did a lot of like jazz and hip hop. So they did more of like the commercial style dance, which I am very much not the best at, um, but it was still a good experience regardless. Um, certainly helped me to learn a lot of things along the way. So now that I am in college, my primary styles of dance now are ballet and contemporary, um, but I've also gotten really into choreography, and that is that has slowly become like one of my favorite parts of. Um, being a, an artist, a specifically a dance artist, is being able to create my own choreography and really allow the opportunity to be creative. Um, be, so having my own studio time is just, when I'm able to get it, really fun. Really enjoy that a lot. Very, very excited for, for those moments when I can get into the studio and move around. I've also done a few like very short-term dance companies throughout the years. So I did stuff at my home studio. I did a little bit at um, for another dance company in the area um, where the contract was for a very short period of time. But I've done that multiple multiple times. So I I have a I'm getting my foot in my get, I'm getting my foot into everything here. So now. Now that I've given you like a brief introduction about myself as a dancer, as a dance artist more like, I want to get into why I'm starting this podcast. So for those, of, for those of you who know me super well, you may know that I enjoy having these discussions about dance. And it doesn't matter whether you are a dancer or not, I talk about dance and I will, I will spill and I'll give you the information. And 
You know, the conversations always have been very good. Everyone who I've spoken to has been incredibly open. So I think it would be cool to start something on a broader scope, reach more people, whether you are a dancer or whether you are not a dancer. I think that having this podcast, I think that anyone could really benefit from learning about dance because either way, like there's, there's involvement, there's dance involved in everyone's life in some sort of way, whether it would be like TikTok dancing or whether you've seen dance performances, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I also enjoy talking about topics that are usually not discussed. Um, especially within this day and age where a lot of things are being brought up and being talked about. Um, I would love to be a part of that and talk about things right now that either are not talked about or is talked about in a very small setting. Um, But also I plan on bringing people onto the show um, in the future and Another point of this podcast is to bring in different perspectives in dance because obviously you're not going to learn about dance with only one person talking about dance. Um, It's important to get multiple perspectives on everything, which is really cool in my opinion. Getting multiple perspectives is is fun. Very, very intriguing. Um, So... Before we get into our main topic of the podcast, I like to have, I like to start every podcast with either like a trivia question or fun fact. Um, So because there are no facts or because there are no, sorry, because there are no guests on this episode of the podcast, I'm just going to throw out a fun fact because fun facts, I am a trivia junkie, so I am really into like the fun fact trivia realm. So today's fun fact is, although ballet terminology is in French, the dance style originated in Italy during the 15th and 16th century. Then it was taken to France and that is where more of the terminology was established today. I would like to discuss with you all, um, modern and uh, contemporary dance specifically and how those two differentiate from each other because um here's the thing it is one of my biggest pet peeves when people specifically label their dance as contemporary but it's actually like modern or vice versa so when people have a contemporary dance with all these turns and pirouettes um but uh People label it as modern dance, which isn't really true based on my theory on what modern dance is, but I would like to start out before I even get into like the nitty gritty of what I found. Um, I want to make sure that you all know that I am not qualified as like a dance teacher. As I mentioned earlier, I am still a student studying dance. So I am not like a college lecturer of by any means. This is just me sharing my opinion, um, me ranting about how much I hate it when people intertwine modern and contemporary dance or use the word inter- interchangeably. That, that makes the most sense. So I want to make very, 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 very clear that I am in no way, shape, or form qualified to be giving official facts or um, 
saying this is exactly what the difference is. It's just based on my research and what I found and etc. So as I mentioned, um, intertwining or intermingling or whatever you want to call it, um, combining modern and contemporary dance together is my biggest pet peeve in dance. And I do want to discuss why I think this happened. Although I was not or never in the dance competition realm, um, I was first exposed to it by uh, TV shows, dance TV shows, etc, etc. But I think that happened because of that. Just because these shows in particular would mislabel dances. So even though... Even though a dance was contemporary, it was labeled as modern in production and all that fun stuff. The same tends to go too for jazz and hip-hop. It's also very common too for jazz and hip-hop to get mixed up specifically in the media or in the world of reality TV and all that stuff. It's very common for jazz and hip-hop to get mixed up too. Even though hip-hop doesn't have any pirouettes, any leaps, um, no technical aspect really at all, um, those two also tend to get mixed together, but that is for another podcast. Um, Yeah. So going back to modern and contemporary, because that is our topic of the podcast. Um, So... Modern and so modern dance was created in the in like the nineteenth into the twentieth century. Um, yes, I did research when modern dance was created, just just for research purposes, you know. But calling modern dance contemporary in that aspect is like a slap in the face to dance historians who really made it their job to break free from traditional ballet structure because if you all know ballet you all know that ballet is very specific Um, there is a technique to ballet Um, it's very proper and upright so the whole point of modern dance was to break away from all of the ballet traditions all the ballet views And it was, like, a way for people to feel free while dancing. So that's also one of the reasons why it drives me so crazy that people like to interchange modern and contemporary. Um, Because in modern dance, there is an element of history behind it. Like, for example, um, Lester Horton, Martha Graham, and Mercy Cunningham have all created their own techniques in the 19th and 20th centuries. And, you know, it's a part of history. So calling their styles contemporary, in my opinion, it disrespects the value that each of the techniques give. Because really, looking at it, um, it really makes the technique feel special, especially when it's brought up in history and especially when a technique is lasting as long as it has been. For example, um, Lester Horton created the Horton technique, which if you don't know what it is, look it up. 
it basically is a technique that's based on 90 degree angles. Um, that's like the most basic summary that I can give. You would have to look it up, but it is based on like angular design and specific angles. But um, that's one of those dance styles that has lasted a really, really long time. I am pretty sure Horton technique was created in the early 20th century, like in the 1920s. Don't quote me on that because I'm not sure if that's right. But that style has continued on into um, being known as like Alvin Ailey's style, hence the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. That is one of the biggest um, dance companies really in the world, but you know, that that might be wrong. <laughs> like I said, I'm a student and I this is just something that interests me. So those styles like that, also Martha Graham has really stuck in as well. Like really all the modern dance styles, um, there are certain generations that have continued the style and have put in such a big effort continuing the style. And so that's why I say it's a slap in the face for dance historians like them or the creators of these dance styles because calling them contemporary it doesn't really that word doesn't have a meaning yet you know what i mean like modern dance it has a meaning because of how long ago the style was created and how much of an impact all of these creators of dance had now that's just the intro of this topic so, as I mentioned, I did do my own research. Like, I have my opinions on the difference between modern and contemporary. Um, however, as I was doing my research on what other people thought the difference was, which I can read aloud, um, as I was looking up all these other uh, um, definitions, I found that the difference between these two styles are very very broad um so i mean there's a clear difference between modern and contemporary um however i think that contemporary is still a very new dance style or fairly new for its time so maybe that explains why but i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna get into it so so modern and contemporary, uh, the similarities are the words themselves. So I like to say um, modern and contemporary, both they both mean current or the present. Um, so that basically means as well that when modern dance was created, it was considered the dance style of its time. So it was kind of like that new, cool, trendy dance style all these new, cool, amazing techniques in dance were coming out, hence it being modern, and contemporary has that same feeling to it, which I think will be established um, as that, as the dance, as contemporary continues to progress and grow, I think that contemporary styles may be more known. Um, as I mentioned before, I kind of gave a rundown already, but modern dance was created with the intention of breaking away from ballet. Um, that's the big takeaway on my 
difference between modern and contemporary. So modern modern's intention was to break away from the traditional values of ballet, once again, as I have previously mentioned, and also the historical aspect where it was created in like the 19th and 20th centuries. Um, so, so the historical aspect is there as well. Um, the way I've seen contemporary being defined is that contemporary is a fusion of multiple dance styles. Um, contemporary is also, it could also be comparable to the open style. If you know dance competitions, open is basically where you do whatever you want. Correct me if I'm wrong. But open style is basically like, there. it doesn't really conform to a dance style. Um, contemporary, um, contemporary's purpose, I research, what is to add depth and emotion. Um, I interpret contemporary dance as a way of freedom, as in everybody has their own style of contemporary. Um, and it's the belief that like everybody dances in their own way. And through contemporary dance, everybody establishes their own style. I do want to indirectly shout out my school as I make these comparisons. Um, I will not say the name out loud, but we do offer contemporary classes. And some of those contemporary classes are actually modern classes. So for example, um, I have some professors who kind of teach their own style of dance. Um, they're, they're, their style doesn't specifically mesh to a modern dance style. They just kind of do their own thing. Um, but I also have other professors who specifically teach Horton and Lamone, which is actually modern technique styles. But for the class, it's labeled as contemporary. And that's one of those examples of um, modern and contemporary being uh, interchanged for each other, even though two of the dance styles I mentioned were actually modern dance and have that historical side of it and that style being brought up in history. Contemporary is also, like, as I mentioned, it's more fluid. And as I also mentioned, it doesn't fall under a specific style um, so the point of contemporary is more so self-expression than anything. Theoretically, like I said, it's a theory. <laughs> but contemporary is more based on self-expression and letting your body move the way that it wants to. So I have some professors who their styles may come from like mod modern origins. Um, for example, like the X stretch is a part of modern or the X warm up, which is one of my personal favorite warm-ups in in dance. If you also don't know what an X stretch is, it's basically where you lay on your back and I would describe it as um, you're in bed and you're trying to move around, you're trying to take some, some stretch, stretching your whole body out and it just kinda, it's like a dancey version of like waking up in the morning and stretching before you absolutely have to get up. If you know what I mean. Anyways, I'm going off topic. But some teachers, they teach you like their own specific technique. So it isn't like, oh, like Horton, Lamone, 
this is specifically Cunningham, but they take those styles and maybe some other styles in dance and, and make their own style out of it and teach it. So what that makes me wonder is, specifically in contemporary, will there be known dance artists who have very well-known dance styles? Or is contemporary more of like a openness competition type feel? Because it really could go multiple ways. It, it really could. I'm not going to lie, I forgot if I mentioned this, but you are more likely to see um, renditions of ballet appear in contemporary dance, such as pirouettes, fortes, and leaps. Um, and fortes are a type of turn, by the way. Um, but modern dance techniques have their own separate like teachings and movesets. Um, and oftentimes, modern techniques come with their own warm-ups. So, for example, the X-stretch is um, a very common warm-up, which I think come from Martha Graham's style, which, by the way, I forgot to add this. Um, she is, like, the... She is, um, like, the originator, originator of, like, contemporary modern dance. Oh, my gosh, I said contemporary. I am so sorry. American modern dance. Um... Her style was the originator of that, and I think that is where that X warm-up came from. So I'm going to give a summary of what I just talked about because I know it's, it's a lot of information to take in. And then uh, that will be the end of this episode. So modern dance is a bunch of compiled dance techniques from the 19th to 20th centuries where the goal was to escape the traditional ideals of ballet. These techniques all mostly have their own specific warm-ups, similarly to ballet, as well as having their own specific dance terminology as well. Contemporary dance is a newer style of dance that allows the dance artist to fuse other dance styles together to create their own individual style of dance. Contemporary dance tends to have more balletic components such as turns and leaps. And because contemporary is a newer dance style, we are still waiting to see if that is something that develops similarly to modern dance, where there will be more known contemporary dance styles than others. But this just goes to show that this is, um, there is a difference between modern and contemporary dance. So let's not put modern over contemporary or contemporary over modern um, and all that stuff. Um, and by over, I really just mean, like, let's not mix and mingle the terms or say that it say that something is modern when it is, in fact, not modern. It is interesting, though, because um, there are some contemporary styles that are, like, that could be identified as modern due to their specific like warm-ups and stuff but I am currently waiting to see if those styles will eventually come out to grow and become bigger dance styles so that is that is just an added an extra thing that I am looking forward to exploring more and evaluating more but this does mark the end of this episode to um the, this first podcast episode, I guess, grammar is not my strong suit. Um, so 
I do appreciate you all listening to this podcast episode and I appreciate the support and I am looking forward to engaging in more conversations like these and maybe, just maybe, this conversation about modern and contemporary dance will continue and we'll see, we'll just see. I'm looking forward to seeing how dance lines up in the future, specifically styles like modern and contemporary especially, them being so, you know, intertwined together. But yeah, um, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for watching this episode of Dissecting Dance, Kicking It with Ren podcast. If you can hear the wonderful background music, those are water bottles. This is your sign that you should relax and drink some water. Anyways, a new episode will be uploaded every other Thursday. Thank you for watching.